Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 62 of the Foxy Podcast Show. Hope you're doing well out there, enjoying the summer, having some time to relax a bit. And uh, I'm in the studio right now for the fifth year running with our good friend Chris Berry of Soft Abuse Records. And I have to add now on top of that, <laughs> Fruits and Flowers. And I did I checked this, Chris, before we uh, convened here today. I had to go back. So no, I think the last two years we've both been fumbling like, how many years has it been? <laughs> This is the fifth summer okay. that we've been doing it. It's always hot. I thought it was like eight years. I know. I don't have any concept of time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, welcome down. This is always a, a good time. It, to me, it's always it's a, always a scary time for because it's always August. So for me, it's like summer feeling like it's wrapping up. But it, it's always fun for me because I never know what you're going to bring. We don't talk about anything in advance. You just come down with like a crate of stuff. I know we're going to carve out some time for like maybe some new things for soft abuse, fruits and flowers. I know one of the things that you're going to play today that I'll be honest, I am super, super stoked on because I have been wanting to play this since you <laughs> passed along a promo for like the last three weeks. So the fact that we get to play it now, I'm, a, I'm pretty primed about. So we'll talk about that kind of stuff in a bit. But hey, let's talk about first what we uh, started a show, one of my favorite compilations probably of all time with the uh, Killing Capitalism with Kindness. It was an uh, Expressway comp that came out back in the was it early 90s, I believe. I think 92. And I've never seen the actual LP version of it. I didn't even realize it was a three LP set. Yeah. I have it on CD. But that's what you're carrying here today, the three LP version. Why three LPs at 45? <laughs> I don't know. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but the the track that we played? David, oh, uh, David Mitchell, right? Yeah, David Mitchell and Denise Rowan. I think is how you would pronounce her name. It's called Jewel. And I know they had two singles, one on Expressway and one on Flying Nun, but that song is only on this, as far as I know. Yeah. And it's probably my favorite yeah. of, of the songs of theirs. So, uh, And there's some other just great stuff on here. I've, I told you off mic that I often add the Elf Danielson track Glover on many mixtapes, but I also love the stuff from Sandra Bell on this set too. But uh, yeah. track that one down. I mean, you can find copies of it in you know, discogs or use bends occasionally. So, yeah, but uh, I think how we're going to go down, uh, throw down here to start off is just going to play some music to get things going. And I think, uh, maybe in the second set, we'll jump into some soft abuse fruits and f I don't know how we want to do it. We're just, <laughs> we're just making this up as we go along here. No rules. Even though it's five years running, we don't have a clue what the hell <laughs> we we're, doing, what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how are we going to start off the, uh, the show? Uh, so, um, I guess the next song is going to be from snake, um, which is, um, Al Montfort from a bunch of bands, UV race, Dick Diver. Ooh. Um, what else? Total Control, Russell Street Bombings, it's which is a favorite of mine. Oh, all those year. groups are yeah. amazing. It, and it's like, where do those bands begin and end? There's so <laughs> many of them. And all of them are good. They're all good. This one is really good, too. I finally was able to track down this tape, which I've been itching to hear for quite a while. So, Is this newer stuff, then? It's um, a few years old at this point. Okay. Um, but there was recently there was a big show in Sydney, and he played as Snake for the first time live. I think I'm assuming for the first time, but he had like a band. Okay. Um, but yeah, this tape is pretty awesome. 
So um, it comes out on Hideotic, <laughs> which is Records. his own label, it's his own self-release. Cool. Huh? And just pr- to tease up a little fruits stuff, um, Hideotic is going to put out the Michael O on cassette at some oh, point. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. The I brand new Australia. record that came out. Yeah. This summer. Well, cool. So we're going to jump into this stuff from Snake. The track that we're going to play, Heaps on the Streets. Thank you. 
Dropped my phone into the canal. I was swatting away a mosquito from my tiny sandwich. Come on, you'll never make it to Main Street alive. Come and give me back my radio. Got no blood, got no accolades, and like I said, I'm in a gaseous We just heard some stuff there from Hello Blue Roses, who I'm unfamiliar with, but when just a quick glance at the uh, players involved, we have none other than Mr. Destroyer, who uh, I know you're a fan of. Yeah. And what, what's the background on this group? Because this is a new record came out this year. Yeah, it was. Uh, they had one other record on Locust, like, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. And... Um, they it was a little more traditionally folk and right. this one's kind of more it's still folk songs but more electronic yeah you definitely can tell from the feel of that one there the track we heard it's a new record it's called wzo and the track was called telepathy from that one and there is a destroyer linkage there correct yeah it's dan is in the band that's his partner sydney mm-hmm. is the songwriter she's a great songwriter and then actually uh frog eyes uh, helped with the record too. Okay, so. all right. All living up in, what, Vancouver, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, in front of that, uh, going back uh, to a, a different decade, we <laughs> heard Knocker Jungle with a track called I Don't Know Why and I Don't Know Diddly about Knocker Jungle, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah, that's kind of like a one-off band. I think that was their only record. They had a couple singles, but all the singles are on there pretty awesome i mean that's um, in my opinion the best song but there's yeah. there's other cool songs on there so good, yeah a good jam on that speaking of jams we heard jam money i know that this was a record that you had mentioned to me several months ago that kind of caught your ear um which surprised me a little bit yeah. it's a little bit more kind of like collage electronic stuff not necessarily say that you don't like that yeah but it's a little bit different for yeah. you safe to say i would yeah but uh i back way back when uh i really uh i followed the geographic label which was steven pastels oh yes yes and he did there are a couple of records on there that were very similar to this Mm -hmm. that i liked uh at the time i'm sure i still would i just haven't listened to them in a long time yeah um 
but it really reminded me of that and i know these guys are kind of into that stuff too and are um, they scottish or uh they're now i'm <laughs> you put me on the spot <laughs> come on <laughs> where are they from <laughs> which part of the uk they're, they're from london <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's safe, but <butt>, right? <laughs> no, I'm positive they're from London. Um, I think they were moving at some point I, w- when I was in touch with them. But this was one of those things. It's it's fun to find a surprise record, which is kind of I feel like it's harder. <laughs> yeah. Now because there's so much information, but I just one morning was on the Guardian and they had reviewed it or the Quietest maybe right. and um, listened to a sample and and then I ordered it. So it was. It's it's been a favorite you took the, for sure. You took the plunge. I did. Sometimes you just <laughs> got to do it, right? Yeah. Uh, the record uh, from that jam money is the record is called Blowing Stones, and the track we heard was called Paper Raincoat. And then we have kind of an old old favorite, old standby, the Mekons there from a twelve inch that I, I hadn't heard this twelve inch before. It's called the English Dancing Master. Uh, like five tracks on this one. Yeah. I'm trying to think, was this later era Mekons? So it was. I saw that Mekons movie we were talking about earlier and, um, uh, off mic, off mic. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, I hadn't heard of this either. And this was, I guess their first, when they kind of stopped being an, an explicitly a punk band, okay. this was the first thing they did that was more like incorporating folk, you know, English folk music. So we're talking early, late eighties, early nineties, early eighties. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, before like fear and whiskey and any of okay. any of that yep. stuff um but it's really like i don't know i've been kind of obsessed with it for <laughs> six months or something yeah right it's, it's really strange and you recommend that mekon's documentary i liked it a lot yeah, yeah. i thought it was cool mm-hmm. and then another one kind of we were talking about this this alicia ambrugio record came out late last year and a lot of people liked it but it kind of flew under the radar because just coming out at that time where all the best of lists are coming out and kind of maybe got lost in the shuffle but it's a strong record it's called the immoralist came out on drag city yeah and um i don't know how would you rate it compared to like the uh, later era magic markers (laughs) it's so different i don't know i mean to me like i told elisa that this was like i felt like she made this for me or something yeah (laughs) that's one of those that just like really um speaks to me and spoke to me when I first heard it. No one else will like it. This is Chris's record. (laughs) I'm pretty sure other people will be into it, but that it's, uh, it's been a a, a big, a favorite. So so if it was for you and it's entitled the immoralist, Chris, (laughs) do we want to talk about this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then we, let me get on the couch here. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) There's going to be no more music, just quiet (laughs) ambient music here as we probe into (laughs) the immoralist here. (laughs) One thing I will mention though, um, just a, my, a little personal connection is the photo on the record cover, which oh, features yeah, great. her in the whack of flock mask that I had given that to Donovan Quinn. And that picture was taken in his house. Oh, the walk of flock. Yeah. I had sent it to him for Halloween. Nice. nice. So when I first saw the photo, I was like, Oh my gosh. That's me. Yeah. Or you didn't write to Donovan and say, Hey, you didn't give up that gift. You weren't <laughs> re-gifting. Were you? No. <laughs> I haven't confronted him yet. <laughs> and then we heard that track from Snake, which was that other solo offshoot project uh, from the gentleman affiliated with Russell Street Bombings, UV Race, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Al Montfort. Yeah, great, great stuff. So this is the time in the show 
uh, where we're going to jump into some stuff from Chris's labels, I should say, right? <laughs> are, are we going to focus strictly on soft abuse? or We, how could, we, do? we can just see what happens. <laughs> we'll just see, we'll <laughs> block it out here. But I had mentioned at the very top of the show, there's been one release in particular that I've been really itching to play. And it's new stuff from Pumice. And uh, longtime listeners will know that Pumice is... You know, I, I like pumice a lot. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you and I are probably speaking right now because of our shared interest in the music of pumice. I, I think that's true. So this is exciting that this is really kind of the first time that you, you've posted this stuff. You haven't put anything on SoundCloud or anything. No, no, I wanted it, I wanted to debut it here. So um. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. So we're debuting the, the upcoming pumice, which is called Puddles, named after a dog that Stefan owned as a child. And it's on the cover, I'm assuming here. That's puddles. I, I, yeah. A nice blurry, sure. uh, kind of faded out image of puddles on the cover of this one. But um, so we should mention it's been a few years since uh, Stefan has released anything. This one is slated to come out very soon. I know pressing plants and all that stuff. But you're thinking maybe late September. Yeah, early October. Early October. Yeah, I, somewhere in there. And on top of that, based on our previous conversations, you're, you're not messing around. We're talking an LP. There's going to be a CD, yeah. possibly a cassette. We want to touch base on every format possible. <laughs> yeah. There could MP3, be a three <laughs> flack wave. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and there might be a one of a kind eight track somewhere down the <laughs> That's line. Right. But uh, anything you want to say about this release uh, in terms of how it stands, at least in terms of pumice's discography how it stacks up in your opinion i think it's a pretty unique one um it's also i mean i'm a biased you know as are you um i I really like it everything but um this one's pretty unique in that it's the first one to really have collaborators feature collaborators since sugar john left pumice um like I don't know, 17 or 18 years ago. Which I should mention, there is a record floating around of a lot of that early pumice uh, material that just came out on like an Italian label, I believe it yeah, was. Yeah, it's a Plan M is mm-hmm. the label. Um, it's Alga Margan related. Yeah, uh, right. I guess the, the guy um, that runs Plan M, who I'm, we've been emailing and I've already forgotten his name, sorry. Um, <laughs> he uh, is a huge like lathe collector and um so he wanted to compile some of the stuff and he's oh, okay he did a pumice that's from lathe lathe cuts and um also from cassettes like the early tapes right a lot of that stuff i mean is incredibly rare yeah hard to find so and if you go back dial it back a few years when i was on the show i brought some of that that's correct at one yeah. point about three years ago or something um we did a little pumice rarity set yeah um but but yeah, that, so there's that that's just come out. Um, Puddles is coming out, and then there's a new Coolies record, which oh, Stefan yeah. is the drummer for Correct. the Coolies. So, all kind of coming out in the next few months. <laughs> Excellent. Um, that's always good news. But yeah, this one has a lot of collaborators. Uh, Leighton Craig is on it. Um, Matthew DiGennaro, um, uh, Glenn Frenzy wrote a song, I believe. Um, uh, Hermione Johnson who is a, she um, works with prepared piano. Okay, um, yeah. He's been collaborating with her a lot live. Is that, is that the one uh, Glordinary track? That is uh, his former uh, partner, Claire. Oh, okay, okay. So she's on that. She's on, a, a, I think there, she's on two. And Krauss is on it. Yeah, I remember that was on that flexi disc years ago, that real limited thing. Yeah. But a uh, beautiful track. But uh, yeah, so we've been 
like I said, I've been itching to play this. So <laughs> we are going to play the opening track from this album. It's called Why I Chew My Sleeves. Maybe the most uh, classic pumice sounding. And I think we this one really kind of runs the gamut where you do get some of those real droning um, chord organ things and stuff like that. But this one is just a nice, great like pumice pop song, which is never a straight ahead pop song. Yeah. So are we ready to do this? Let's do it. So this is Thomas <laughs> world premiere. I don't like that. Sounds yeah. like world premiere from Puddle. I set up the stream with Freeform Freakout from my promo. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so here it is. Pumice.
All right, so we just ended a pretty lengthy uh, set there of stuff that is set to be coming out on both Soft Abuse and then the last two tracks there are things coming out or are actually out right now on Fruits and Flowers. So maybe we'll just kind of work backwards there with the track that we just left off with from a group called Odd Hope. And this is a forthcoming 7-inch release on Fruits and Flowers. Um, once it's coming out, I don't know anything about Odd Hope. Is this brand new first yeah. stuff that they've ever put out? New band. It's um, Tim Tinderholt, who's at, from the Bay Area. He's been around for a while, but this is um, his first like main band, I guess, um, that's you know, recorded and putting things out. Um, this will come out. I don't know. We were kind of joking about this off mic, but just along with everything else, gonna <laughs> yeah. come out like October. Yeah, all this, all this stuff that we played. There's like seven tracks that we played. They're all coming out in like the <laughs> yeah. next month and a half, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you're getting all your years work done and like one straight shot there. Maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe <laughs> it was not intended, but uh, that's how it's happening. So that was Odd Hope. We heard the track, the A-side from that one called Brave and Old. And then we played something from a, a tape that came out just recently. It's called A Fruits and Flowers Three-Way, which features, I guess, a couple of groups that you've worked with or released stuff on the label, Piano Movers and Michael O. And we already mentioned like the full-length record that Michael O. put out. Yep. And then another group, well, another solo venture of... <laughs> uh, Glenn, correct? Who you run the label with? Yeah, I uh, run flutes, fruits and fl- flutes, uh, fruits and flowers with Glenn Donaldson. That's the, that's the jazz offshoot <laughs> that's thing, right. <laughs> Prague jazz. Um, <laughs> and yeah, reds, pinks, and purples is his band. And um, there's actually a tape coming out um, of that stuff at some point in the nearish future. Uh, and there's this tape has four songs from each of those artists. So it's four from. Uh, RPP, uh, four from Piano Movers and four from Michael O. And uh, this Glenn's group is that a full on band or is it just him? It is a band. I, on the recordings, it's just him. Is I, okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, but yeah, he plays live and has sure, people. Yeah. Um, is he? Is that his kind of main thing right now? Because I mean, he's played in a lot of different things. Sky Green Leopards, which is kind of off and on. Yeah, the, they're they're playing. Um, Sky Green Leopards are playing at the end of August. And uh, they are working on a new record, I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that's going to come out. Um, and he's, Glenn's playing with Michael O. He's in Michael O's band. Okay. So I think, you know, that and the reds, pinks, and purples, those are his Keeps probably Keeps him name. busy. Yeah. Now, one thing interesting about the label, I think last year we spoke about this, how you had mentioned that one of the common themes maybe or uh, – sound quality of these records is that you wanted to have vocals that were out front and I was just noticing I think it was last week when I was like kind of previewing some material that one of the little blurbs on uh, Bandcamp said absolutely no modular synths <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is this is pop music without any of that right, right. you want to do away from the glut of uh, synthesizer <laughs> music that's out there yeah I, I will say that um Glenn is the genius that writes all of our uh, press blurbs, which um, a lot, I mean, I some people I think get it. It's like sort of a take on like old fanzine style, like, I, I don't know, reviews, but yeah. Um, yep. um, I love the one blurb, <laughs> the label blurb, like no audience, no budget, no fans. Or, I can't remember how it was, but it was great. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of fun to work on the stuff and um yeah there's more on the way so the, which is awesome and i i really wanted to play the pinot movers because um 
there was that 45 from last year but i j- didn't get to play it last time i was on the show so right I thought, right you know and that and that seven inch by the way is really really solid if you like that song the other the other stuff is maybe a little bit more cleaned up a little yeah. more you know that one has a little grittier sound to it probably just because it was on tape but uh uh check that out there's still copies available of that right for sure yeah, yeah that one it was recorded in a studio mm-hmm. i think this is like four track okay um, or or eight track or something but. right so and then in front of that we heard kind of uh it runs the gamut of things that are coming out both tapes uh, we got seven inch singles we've got full albums we'll we'll go kind of in reverse order again uh we had uh the tape from the scrapes and this is a follow-up you had put out a very very limited edition lathe like a year or two ago right no actually this is their first well the first thing i've done with them oh okay but they they have had uh you're thinking of um I'm thinking of another group like that had a name like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm my brain is not working. <laughs> I don't even know the people that I work with <laughs> yeah. anymore. But anyway, it the all, scrapes, it's yeah. all a blur. <laughs> no, so yeah, the scrapes uh, have been around for a couple of years. They're from Brisbane, and uh, they're friends with Primitive Motion people, Dead Notes yeah. crew, and um, that's kind of how I heard of them. And um, this one has been a long time coming. We're kind of trying to time it out with the vinyl release a label in Australia um, signed on to do vinyl after I was going to put it out as a tape. and mm-hmm. oh, so of, it's the kind same, of, of the same release? Same sure. release, Oh, okay, yeah. all right. So limited tape, pr- probably more copies of the vinyl whenever that's going to be. And, um, but yeah, they have a couple other releases, but this is the first to be put out in America. Right, I guess. right. Um, and uh, we put the bibs in front of that, too. Yeah. One, uh, this is a record that I've been psyched to hear. Yeah. And... Um, if you really like, well, I mean, a lot of the stuff that's affiliated with like All Gone Records and just that re- really great DIY, it, it to me it just really brings it back to like the the original, like early days of like DIY pop bedroom recordings, and these guys do it so well. Yeah, so well. It's kind of has a country flavor, like um, it's like Dead Sea meets Silver G- early Silver Juice or mm-hmm. something. Um. Yeah, that's going to be an LP, hopefully, I mean, who knows, <laughs> hopefully this year. Um, yeah. You can expect in the next six to eight weeks when it comes <laughs> yeah. out with everything else. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I hope it'll it'll make it out this year. Um, it's been a long time coming, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, the, And the record is called From the Fish Houses. Yeah. And, uh, again, be on the lookout for that one. We heard some stuff from Carter Thornton in front of that, a guy who... You know, probably not a household name by any means, but he has some pretty uh, deep connections to kind of like No Nick Blues Band, I guess Pigeons, that whole kind of nexus, that little orbit of artists that are all connected up in like the upstate New York area. Yeah. Yeah, he's been kicking around for quite a while. I mean, he's only, um, he put out one thing under his own name. I guess there was another one that was kind of under his own name, but um, this great, like, guitar record that came out um um you know like seven years ago or so on black dirt label Mm -hmm. with the short-lived label and um it was i mean still is one of the best like solo guitar records of the last however many years in my opinion and um i've been a big fan he was on in pigeons um for a little while the first pigeons thing i put out he was on um the lunette single and um and he was on an LP before that. And, okay. And I think he was on the old English spelling B one too. But um, 
and he was also in Gnaw, which is kind of like a doomy metal Right, which thing. doesn't so seem like, like it would work. But there were some of those other groups that No Neck had, like was it Malkuth and things like yeah. that, like kind of like black metal yeah. inspired groups. So he's, I mean, he's a very varied player, and this solo stuff is like eight years in the making or mm-hmm. something, so it's... Uh, we're doing it as a, a series of cassettes, two tapes. Um, so the next one will come out next year. Yeah, I was going to say there must be more because this is called Mapping the Ghost Volume 1, right. uh, the dirt path to the field. So there is, as you said, two. If Is there more than that? Volume 2 is next year. Next year. Okay, yeah. cool. So be on the lookout for that. And then you already uh, you had referenced uh, the Pigeons, and they have, uh, in addition to that really terrific new full-length album out of my music, came out just a couple months ago, uh, you're putting out a seven-inch single that's probably the the next thing that'll be ready. Yeah, these are pretty much out um, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> There's no such thing as, re- what was it, like <laughs> Vinyl Tuesdays or what is this <laughs> mumbo jumbo? It, this yeah. stuff comes out when it comes out, right? <laughs> yeah, th- this is ready to go now. <laughs> uh, they just did a little tour a um, couple of weeks, and um, so this was kind of out in time for that, thankfully. And um, they, uh, these songs were recorded right after that last record was was wrapped and finished. So okay, um, it's kind of nice that they came out in succession like that, since mm-hmm. kind of chronologically. And I forgot, yeah, they just played uh, in Minneapolis like a week ago, right? Yeah, How yeah, old? Maybe, I don't know, two weeks ago, the sun, <laughs> a remember. Sunday evening. Uh, yeah, show. it was great. I mean, they, you know, not a lot of people, but everybody there was kind of freaking out, which yeah. I think has been the was kind of the story of their tour. Yeah, um, you know they end up selling a lot of records which is cool that's cool um, yeah and then we started it all off once again with brand new pumice yeah the, uh, first full length in uh several years i'm trying to think has it been about four or five years at least well at last year there's that tape there's oh, land yeah. which mm-hmm. but this is more of like the song the songs albums <laughs> that's true that's <laughs> so it's true. been since i think 2012 uh uh was the last one uh right. was puny but so be on the lookout here. I guess lots of activity happening. Uh, Chris has got a lot on his plate here in the months <laughs> yeah. ahead. So yeah. Keep him busy, though. <laughs> That's, That's right. a good thing. But uh, we have lots of time remaining here, so we're going to keep going with uh, some more music. And this this uh, seven-inch single, you were kind of sharing with the backstory of it. You bought it when you were down south just based on the label of it alone, and it turned out to be kind of a, a rarity, a valuable find in some ways. Yeah, this one, you know... There's another, at least one other single on this label, Astral, that I got two on the same label. And this one, there isn't a lot of information. We're going to, the one we're about to play, Big John. um, I don't know a lot about it, but it it does appear to be Sun Ra related in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got it in Birmingham, which was raw territory, so... If anybody out there knows anything about yeah, this you know, label, Astral. Um, maybe we'll put a little picture up, too. For yeah. People check it out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So this track, of uh, it's called Astro Note Blues. Kind of raw-inspired. Yeah. Right? So here it is, Big John. Yes, the skies are crumbling, mama, all around the world. Every day, 
Way back in the hills As a boy I once wandered They were deep in the grave Lies the girl that I love She was called from this earth For a jewel up in heaven More precious than diamonds, more precious than gold. A jewel here on earth, a jewel in heaven. She'll brighten the kingdom around God's great throne. May the angels how please God bless her in heaven She broken my heart and left me to roam As you promise one day to become my sweet wife Well I bought her a ring Just to wear on her finger But the angels, they called her to heaven last night A jewel here on earth And a jewel in heaven She'll brighten the kingdom Around God's great throne May the angels have thee God bless her in heaven Broken my heart and left me to roam. This world holds his wheel. Lord is triers and troubles. Mother Earth holds the treasures of diamonds and gold. But you can't hold one soul Of one precious jewel For she's resting in peace With the heaven before A jewel here on earth And a jewel in heaven Will brighten the kingdom around God's great throne. May the angels have peace. God bless her in heaven. She's 
broken my heart and left me to wrong. All right, we ended that set there uh, with Charlie Feathers and a nice little uh, tear in the beer kind of jewel <laughs> called Jewel on Earth. It, it, you know, it, it's getting later in the show, which when the country music starts coming out, I feel like Chris is getting thirsty over there. It's like <laughs> yeah. we're we're ready. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Charlie Feathers, though, one of the one of the greats, uh, rockabilly greats. He's one of those guys that I just love, like the old pictures of him. He just looks so badass. Yeah, would not cross Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> don't <wouldn't> mess <laughs> with Charlie Feathers either. But this was from a seven inch here called uh, Yes, as I said, Jewel here on Earth. I guess I don't have the flip side, oh, but yeah. uh, cool record. Uh, then we heard some stuff from the Riptoids, and from that an old seven inch single called well the single's called in the pocket it actually features five tracks on it it looks like but we played a track called the beekeeper you an old riptoids fan i uh that's the only thing i have but it's great i mean they're a Christchurch band from uh mid 80s mm-hmm. and uh there's a tape and one other 45 right i was gonna say they don't i don't recall them having very much material at all but yeah um we heard new stuff though from uh, Sean David McMillan. Really liking that the stuff that I've heard from that record. Um, it's called "On the Clock" with JJ and Mitch. I believe that's the title of the record. Yeah, comes out on One Two XU, and we heard "Hunting" from that one, and uh, very different from the stuff that I've heard of his f- from years ago. Yeah, which was more kind of droning. I mean, he was kind of a Charlambe days associate, so yeah, kind of more in that mode, but. Um, this one is awesome. In I mean, fact, it's really good. Did he have some stuff out on like Cranky too, or one one of those uh, labels that are kind of affiliated with that? Because I remember having a few of his CDs, like really long form, kind of droning yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know that there was um, like Emperor Jones put stuff out way back, and then maybe uh, that's Tompkins something Square and. Probably cranky, some project. Something like, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, great stuff from uh, Sean David McMillan. We heard some older French reissue material from Seamool, one of the uh, of this kind of batch of reissues that's coming out that I haven't bought yet, and I'm probably going to have to throw it out <laughs> for this, because these are amazing. Yeah, highly recommend this one. Um, and I, I played those to the other track um, previous. I kind of sandwiched those together as a little mini tribute to... Uh, Keith Connolly, who's a big Futura Records fan, that the the Seamul record came out. I was just going to mention that, yeah, from the kind of legendary uh, French psych prog free jazz label uh, Futura. That uh, this label out of uh, France right now, uh, Souffle Continuo, which actually is a a record store, if I'm not mistaken. I remember looking this up, but they're actually a full fledged mom and pop brick and mortar. Uh, record store that's putting out these uh, reissues and they're all amazing like heavy duty vinyl gatefold jackets just everything there yeah. good stuff really nice yeah in front of that and i guess maybe sh- we could explain here this uh, track in front of simu is from kyle air clyde who i had no knowledge of or this label but if you maybe you can explain yeah so she's from new orleans and um she uh uh that's I think that was the first release on Keith's Keith Connolly's new label called Halitern, etc. And uh, as far as I know, there's only two so far. There's that one and the Tom Carter record that came out, I guess, last year. I'm not I I'm not sh- quite sure if they actually came out this year or not. Um, mm-hmm. But I only heard about them a few months ago and and got them. They're both great. And, and that's, is that the only two things that he's put out so far? As then? far as I know, yeah. 
And um, she is from New Orleans. Did I already say that? Or you did, but that's from, okay. okay. <laughs> you're okay. Again, you're playing Charlie <laughs> Feathers. It's, uh, it's, it's late time. in the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. But in front of that, yeah, d- uh, Matthew Doc Dunn, an old associate of uh, Matt Valentine's, played with, uh, you know, Tower Recordings, I believe, right? And then he also played with, like, the the different offshoots of the MVEE. I can't remember if it was the Bummer Road or which yeah, ones. There's one so many those. configurations of it. <laughs> yeah. But I love the uh, the artwork on that. It's pretty it's amazing, like yeah. stamped, gold stamped. I want to say that was a CDR that got reissued or a tape um, that, that came out a couple, maybe two years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to see some of that stuff that... Uh, air quotes here like the new weird america stuff that some of those uh, titles are kind of cropping up again because so many of them were re- you know like originally issued on such small run cdrs so to have like that new joshua burkett i just been so impressed by that album like i mean i i was aware of his work but i, I didn't get that album yeah you know so now to be able to hear some of these again that there's some great great albums that came out of that era yeah that gold cosmos is that the yes yeah that, yeah that's a masterpiece it is it's a great album so cool to see some of these uh cropping up again and then as we said big john at the top uh, a nice little find that you got when you're down south yeah but uh we have we have time remaining here for uh, who knows man we're knocking it out we're over 20 tracks right now (laughs) if we can push 30 here i don't know if that's gonna happen but it's gonna be hard but you have some uh kind of weird like um when you originally just queued this up we were saying almost on like west african music but um, this is actually something from Philadelphia. Yeah, some kind of murky kind of free free form group that um, I only heard of recently. And um, part of this label's from Philly. I think everything they put out is from Philly and jazz jazz ish. Yeah. Um, but this one, uh, I read a, a little blurb. It caught my eye and and um, kind of just sprung for it. And it's it's really good. Yeah. I, it was kind of. Um, mentioned as being kind of no neck you know pre no neck but kind of that in that mode and there's a lot of no neck connections taking place here today you can't escape the six degrees of no neck blues band that's right (laughs) if there's a common thread you know because actually that goes into the charlie feathers being a fahey thing and they were you know and it may be some kind of something going on in my brain that's right but (laughs) <laughs> I think it was inadvertent. Yeah. So we should say that this is, the group is called the Old Duve. Old Duve Music is the name of this project. Yeah. Old Duve Music Ensemble or Ve. I'm not sure. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah. we're going to hear a little excerpt from this right now from uh, part three from this album, Baobo. <laughs> Thank you. 
As I was saying, the country music comes out. We know it's getting to the end. We're getting thirsty <laughs> here. That was uh, Terry Melcher there with uh, So Right Tonight. Yeah, big favorite of mine. Yeah, good summertime album, right? Yeah. Uh, we heard Lucifer with a nice little uh, trippy fuzz guitar thing there called Hypnosis uh, from a reissue that came out a few years ago. 
uh, called Big Gun. And then one thing that surprised me, you brought down a tape here. Uh, it's called Limestone by an artist that I'm unfamiliar with, Bob Diesel Nares, I believe, or Diesel Nares. I'm not even sure how you say it. But uh, more importantly, it it's on Eggy Tapes or Eggy Records, which has been a long time. Yeah, it's been pretty dormant. So it's uh, he put out this and one other new tape. They're both really good, but this one I've been playing a lot, so I thought I would bring it in. Um, this guy is just he's I, he's a Portland guy or Olympia Pacific Northwest. He's in like a, some rock bands, but this is a lot different. Yeah, that's cool. It's good. Eggy Tapes was there from the beginning when we started the podcast, so that's cool to see them back in action. And then we heard uh, Jim Targle with a, a track called "Call Your Name" in front of that. Uh, someone that I'm not familiar with at all. Just a Detroit guy, um, self-released record. He was in a band called Third Power on Vanguard. Oh, okay. Like a power trio, uh, mm-hmm. psych, heavy psych thing. And this is his odd solo kind of pop weird thing. Cool, <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that's going to wrap up our time here. And thanks again, Chris, for coming down. It's always great to have you and just get to hear all this stuff. And uh, we should maybe mention for those of you uh, that block that we played of soft abuse stuff and fruits and flowers work. And I'll put links up on our website at freeformfreakout.com, but any other information where people can track those down from you? Yeah, uh, softabuse.com uh, or fruitsandflowers.bandcamp.com. Those are the your your prime outlets. And if you're up in the Twin Cities, you can check out local record stores. Uh, Treehouse would be a good one. I know you frequent that place uh, <laughs> quite regularly, uh, so you can find things there. But uh, uh, that's going to do it. If you do have any questions for me, you can get in touch with me at uh, com. Chris, how about uh, email contact if they want to touch base with you? Um, info at softabuse.com is good. All right. Well, thanks again uh, for coming down. My and pleasure. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone. <laughs>